What you're about to listen to is my interview with Deacon Paul Luley, which is recorded on 3-3. This is part two. If you've not yet listened to part one, you might want to jump out, go listen to part one. This is an amazing man who escaped from Uganda at the age of 29 and came to the United States and just followed God. That is all I can say. So this is part two with Paul Lule. Part three will follow. Morning. It is a 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on March 3rd. That's right, the first Friday in March. And uh, hey, y'all, welcome to my church. Welcome to my church. Feel free to look around. Give praise and glory. My spirit will be found. Welcome to my church, I'm here every day Just let me in, hear the words I have to say Welcome to my church Yeah, welcome to my church Welcome to my church Come one, come on Just believe in me, I'll catch you when you fall let peace in me, yeah, I'll rule your heart. Welcome to my church for a brand new start. Welcome to my church, yeah, welcome to my church. When two or more gather in my name. When you drink from my well, never thirst again. Oh, yeah. Welcome to my church. Welcome to my church. Yeah. Woo. Welcome 
church chair, Mr. Paul Lule. It's Paul Jones. I'm, I am sitting here with Mr. Paul Lule for part two of what will be a 35-part series of talking with Paul Lule. Paul, welcome back, man. I'm glad to be here. Oh, man, I'm glad I'm you're enjoying here. enjoying this time. <laughs> I am glad you're here. And uh, we had uh, Welcome to My Church, uh, the National Anthem and the Pledge of Allegiance. For those of you who are tuned in, and if uh, when you get in, and uh, if you get in a little late, and that's what's happening, I start every show that way and will continue to do so. As a matter of fact, anybody out there that's got uh, some kids that want to do the Pledge of Allegiance or something like that, or even sing the National Anthem, send me the uh, files at uh, bootleggermusicgroup at gmail.com, and we will punch that up. Paul, what the heck has been going on the past seven days since I saw you last? Nothing much. Well, they took my cataracts out. You, you, they took your Cadillac where? <laughs> I don't want that. My eyes. Oh, your eyes. I didn't even know you had a Cadillac, brother. <laughs> That's in my eyes. <laughs> well, all you colored people have Cadillacs now, don't you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not anymore. We drive Not, a Mercedes Benz. Uh, Mercedes Benz. Yeah. They, they stepped up a, yeah. a tad. There you go. <laughs> I can just hear all the oxygen being sucked out of the rooms as I said that to people. Oh, yeah. Oh, my Lord have mercy. Man, I, I am so glad to see you and it's a it's a nice uh, rainy friday so we're gonna pick up for those of you who did not listen uh to part one you may want to go ahead and do that in the app after this then you'll be kind of dyslexic you'll go from part two to part one mm-hmm. but um paul is a very interesting man and has had a just a an amazing amazing blessed life life blessed yes i mean uh uh, escaped from, uh, and I will use the term, escaped with his life from Uganda. Yes. Uh, and what year was that? 
1976. So in 1976, when Jimmy Carter was pushing peanuts on our ass and we were all standing in line for gas, right? Yeah. I think that was about that time. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. I yeah. Mean, he got elected when I was here. I think he was elected in 76. Yeah. yeah. I think, I, I yeah. believe it. I believe it was. I think, yeah. I, I think November. it was. November. Yeah. He was, was a peanut that, farmer and a peanut head. Yeah, That's, it was my first uh, election elections in the United States and uh, right. I was watching everything I did everything you know I was going what are they doing <laughs> you haven't had the election <laughs> you guys didn't have no elections no. did you <laughs> or fake elections Edie on me right yeah he won yeah. he won by a landslide every time yeah. <laughs> he'll cancel them before the, the night before <laughs> right it was a, kind of ironic how yeah. all the people running against him yeah. always ended up killing themselves by uh, uh, shooting uh, themselves in the back of the head five times and then and, reloading and one time he came on tv and said I, I divorced my wives. <laughs> three of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then he went on and married another three. Well, you told, you told me, uh, not that we'll go back, but you told me a story of, I guess, uh, he, wanted, uh, he wanted a particular woman. So oh, yeah. he divorced, uh, the, he told her husband he wanted her. He, the husband gets divorced or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then the husband ends up, you know, killing himself no, by shooting himself happened? in the back of the head. The, the, the husband was, had a band and they were, you know, entertaining people. Right. And he had this very beautiful wife. Right. And Idi Amin loved her, liked her. Right. And uh, and he didn't know what how to get her because they, they were married. Right. So he invites the the band to the state house. Oh boy! To play for <laughs> them, and the the wife was a dancer in that band. Okay. So uh, after he invites them to a dinner and you know party, and they play until like two o'clock in the morning, and then uh, uh, he, he he tells his guys. To, to the husband, take him home. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and take him home. Yeah. He never arrived. <laughs> he, never got, he never got and home. And the, the next week, Idi Amin married his wife. Oh, my God. Because he said, oh, I guess he disappeared. Let me go. <laughs> <laughs> he must be gone. <laughs> and these things, I mean, you cannot believe what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Well, but we're sitting here laughing at it, but that's how, that's how it was, Jack. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's why I'm so scared for this country. Right. We see things happening and say, there's no way it can happen in the United States. Right. And it's happening. Right. You know, so uh, we always said, we, uh, we wish we woke up early. Yeah. Well, we were talking about that when you walked in. We were talking about my, you know, my buddy Dave Coleman sent me an article. He always sends me stuff. Yeah. And uh, he sent me that article uh, about the school board in Arizona yeah. saying uh, the, the, the uh, school board member said they should start rejecting hiring teachers with a Christian background. And now this fruitcake's got something on her head. And we were talking about that when you because you, you said people are finally starting to wake up. But indeed... We've probably been saying that for 20, 25, 30 years. People are starting to wake up. They might be waking up, but they're still allowing the nightmares to happen. Like, yes. how did this ding-dong get on a school board? Yeah. Because you don't believe it can happen to the United States. Right. But it can. It comes from the inside. Yeah. Well, not only can it, 
It, it is. is happening. It is happening. I believe when you read like history of Rome, yeah. Roman Empire. Oh well, I mean that's how it started. Right. They right. always thought, oh no, this cannot happen to Rome. Right. Meanwhile, they are li- losing a piece here, Just a piece there. Right. When they woke up one day. And here's the here's the amazing thing. This is what I love about you because one of the first times we ever met, we were talking, and you were talking about um, how uh, um, people didn't like people in the United States didn't know what was going on. Okay, so the news feeds you some crap. Yes, but they didn't know how like that story. You know, he says, drive this guy home. home. Everybody knows, including the dude. Yeah. I mean, he should have been sitting there going, no, I'll walk. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, but I think the, the dude thought, oh, okay, he cannot do this. <laughs> you know, he, I'm, I'm <laughs> safe. Until, <laughs> you know, so it disappears. Everybody wonders where he went. Right. This is a popular guy. Right. And you know what? <laughs> and then all of a sudden people well, I guess it disappeared. Yes, <laughs> it disappeared. Mm-hmm. And you, you go on, and you, before you know it, you are next. Right. Well, and you were next. Yeah. So I'm going to catch people up that might not know. So uh, uh, Paul uh, was, how old did you say you were? No. No, when, when, this, when the car 20, thing happened. 29. Okay, so he's 29 so years I old. Came, I came here when I was 29. So okay. it, it happened, uh, it started happening like five years before that. Yeah, five, yeah. yeah. And then the kicker was when they took your car. Yeah. Your to- Toyota Corolla, yeah. your 1976 yeah. Toyota Corolla. And then you see people, you know, that you, you, they stop somebody. Right. And they take him out of the car and they, t- they drive the, somebody, the, one of their guys drive the car. And you say, probably he did something. <laughs> yeah. Then the next th- thing you hear, it disappeared. Well, what and, and they look, they, they, they were places where they used to drop their bodies. So you go you told look. me pe- families would go if their yeah. if their loved ones disappeared. They yeah. knew the spots where they yeah. dumped the bodies yeah. and they'd go and search. They go and search, and you usually they find them there. It's insanity, you and know. They cut and they cut their ears, their tongues, and. Take out so they're torturing body. them before yeah. they're, they're oh, not just killing yeah. them, they're torturing oh, yeah. them. They enjoy it. Right. It, human beings can be brutal. Right. That's why you don't let these things start happening in society. Yeah. The one thing I have about immigration is usually Americans are very dangerous people, uh, <laughs> generous people. Right. Well, they're very dangerous people, too. <laughs> so you were right on both counts. Generous people. So they, they welcome these people, and they think they're going to turn out to be like them. Right. But if you have enough group of people coming from a certain place, they come here, what, that, what happens, they bring their chaos. They start be, behaving the way they used to behave over there. Right. And then you say... And they start complaining. Right. And then you say, you were hurting over there. You wanted to come here. Now you bring all these chaos. You know, so that's, that's, that's one thing. That we and because you have all these problems everywhere. Right. I love it when Americans, oh, yeah, yeah. Over there, everything was nice. And I said, you got it made, brother or right. sister. 
Well, they'll go to the, you know, what I, what I think sometimes, many times, and it's probably, and it goes on both sides of the track, but you know, people will go here and they'll say, well, I want to go, I want to go to India. I want to go to South Africa. I want to go to these places. Well, they go to these places to go visit and they're on a non-exclusive or a not all inclusive vacation. Yeah. See all the sunshine, the glory and the shit. And then they think, you know, Hey, Oh, that place is so amazing. That oh, place yeah. is. Why can't America be like that? Yeah. Well, shit. You know, just go to the Hyatt and spend yeah. the weekend for Christ's yeah. sakes. You know, you come in my house and visit. <laughs> right. You think I'm gonna show you the? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> You're gonna say, "Oh man, that's beautiful." Oh, he's got Every... it made. Yeah, he's, yeah, I love this one. Oh, their kids behave so well. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm saying. Wait until you leave. <laughs> right, right, right. It's 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 easy for us to just not even you know to only well, and that goes to social media. It's easy to look at the picture and think there's perfection, right? Exactly. And that's why you know kids and even adults, you know, they sit and they 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 uh, you know I know people they they're constantly on their phones streaming on this Facebook and Flapchat and Twitter and Twitter and crap. Yeah. And they're going, oh, this person's got this or this person's got that. Well, no, they don't. That was a picture. Yes. You know, it was a picture. It, yes. it, it was a snapshot of of a moment that everybody wanted to do that. So then you base your life on that. And likewise with, you know, people coming to the different countries or wanting to come here or uh, thinking that it's better someplace else. Yes. You're looking at a brochure for shit sakes, you know? Yeah. You're looking at, you're basing it on a brochure. Uh, when I was driving here, this guy said something which is, he said uh, movies sell us something we'll never have. Right. It's, yeah. Or TV stuff. He said, look at the lives of the actors. Right, right. They're terrible, yet on right. the screen, right. they, they, they are selling you this life. Right. Well, I, I love how people say things about an entertainer or a movie actor yeah. or something or a, yeah. or a, you know, a singer or something. Oh, that guy. I love that guy. He's a great guy. He's yeah. a this. Or I hate that guy. Yeah. Same thing. I, I can't stand that guy. What, do you know him? You know, or you you can't stand the 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 character the character he played. Yeah. You know, so they base it on that, on that. without yeah. knowing the individual person. Yeah. You know, and because we all have fault. You know, I mean, we all I have. Mean, I used to say that. You know, and when I did stand up comedy, everybody, oh, you got a great life, you got a great this. How about how about you sleep in the hotels? How about you be away from your family? How about you be? No, I got a cool job. So for an hour and a half, I got a cool ass job, <laughs> but other than that, I got nothing, right? I yeah. mean, or I have everything. They yeah. they didn't even know me, so they were making a oh, making yeah, a judgment. We do a judgment, and I, I love the, the the movie, and we are all guilty. We're all guilty, yeah. every single damn one of yeah. us. You you love this actor so much, even if they tell you the truth, right? You're gonna say, no, right? Can't be, right? He was, you know, this movie was the greatest. Yeah. So, well, I, you know, I'll reference just, I'll go back just a tad, you know, like uh, with Bill Cosby. Yeah. Okay. I mean, think about it. I mean, the dude's, you know, 80, whatever, however old he is, went all his life was, you know, the pudding pop dude. Yeah. yeah. He was getting some pudding yeah. pops. All right. You know, and he, but people can't wrap their head around that. They don't want, they'll deny it. Yeah. You know, they'll. Because they remember the doctor, that 
thing he had in his program. Right. He was a doctor. I think right. That's what they well, want. Well, but to Bill Cosby, you know, with the Bill Cosby gang and all that, the kids' cartoons and, you know, the uh, kids say the darndest things yes. and, you know, all those things. So people do that and it's no different. In, uh, and with, the guy has about $800 million. Right, right, right. But, and uh, I was going to say, to, to, and then you find out all those people of that generation who should have known better. Mm-hmm. Now stories are coming out. Yeah. You know what they were. I think doing. the moral of the whole thing is you don't know. You know you can go go sit on your front porch and look around the neighborhood and you see the houses, right? Yeah. You don't know anything yes. about what's going on inside no. the house. And just like a country, like yeah. we, and to get back on track, I mean, you know, you know, you lived it. It's like Peter Voronoff, you know, that uh, does strings for us, now living in Turkey. Yes. Uh, when I talked to him, I had a, a track that I wanted him to do, and he said, dude, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. <laughs> he was in Russia. He's yeah. like, I'm getting the hell out of here. And he goes, yeah. and he told me the world doesn't know what's happening. No, they don't know what's happening. They know what they're being told. Yes. But they do not know. And here's this guy leaving his homeland. You, you know, knowing, think about it, wrap, the, wrap your head around that people. Just wrap your head around the fact that all of a sudden a loved one of yours just disappears off face planet. Mm-hmm. And then yet the whole community and the whole place knows Okay, if I go to Alt Park, or if I go to Mitchell Park, mm-hmm. or if I go to uh, the, uh, uh, you know, whatever, the waterways, uh, you know, yes. something like that, you already know where to go look because they're dead. And like you said, people say it can't happen here. Well, I, I'm break the news to you. It is happening here. It, it cannot. That is happening here. It, and it's, it's been happening for years. Yes. For years. If you don't wake up, yeah, you look back and say, "I, sh- uh, I wish I walked. I, I, I did something." Well, I think we're in that state right now, Paul. Because you, but, you know, like this article I just shared with you. Because these ki- you have kids, and what's going to happen to them? Right. And it's going to get worse. Right. And if you don't, do, we, we go back to something you say. It's you have to take care of yourself. Do, um, do I do something right? Right. Do I fight for what is right? Right. No matter what. Right. If uh, Americans are known for that. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, well, give us a good-ass yeah. war, and buddy, my, we're in. My, we, we love to go shoot the my, uh, shit out of other people, but then we'll let the, let our crap in our backyard fall apart. Yeah. Well, my, my, my uncle came here to visit, and he saw these kids who drive, you know, the cars on the mountains and <laughs> driving bicycles. On <laughs> and he said, man, we are in trouble. <laughs> he said, if you give those kids guns, <laughs> they'll, they'll kill them. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't so, know, man. But that's true, but... Uh, we st- I think we still have a chance because people are praying for this country. Yeah. And we, we have to wake up. Yeah. We have to stop thinking somebody else will come and take care of us. Mm-hmm. The government will come and... and no. The government, mm-hmm. as we're finding out, it's already corrupt. Right. Everywhere you look. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, you know, that to reference that article that David sent me about the school board, you know, member saying that, you know, they shouldn't hire teachers of Christian background. Yes. You know, people need to understand, okay, first of all, um, God in the universe, you know, uh, like Danny Collins said the other day, you yeah. know, the universe is perfect. It, it, it does it does exactly what it's supposed to do. Exactly. Right, eh? So if if we get if we start allowing people to continually attack uh, us and continually pull God out of everything. Yes. You know, now I have, if we continue to let that happen, what we're looking at today is a byproduct of us allowing it to happen bit by bit by bit by bit. Mm -hmm. This lady, this lady obviously is not mentally there. Yes. Okay. Or she is so far indoctrinated and so far brainwashed. She honestly believes this yeah. to be true. But here's the thing. She got elected. Yeah. Okay. It's our fault. Yeah. It's not her fault Fault. she's a nut. It's our fault we elected one. Yes. And we let her on the school board. Yes. And, you know, kind of going back to what we uh, talked about just a little bit ago before we went on the air. You know, when we let them rip our kids out of schools. Yeah. We did that. Yep. We did that. We did it. And those same people are still running the schools. Those same teachers are still in the schools. Get rid of those teachers. Exercise your rights. It's your taxes that are paying those salaries. Rip your kid out of the school. Well, what would I do? That's what I, what would I do? I got to go to work. See, they got us. They got us on our work. They got us on our money. They got us on our jobs. That's how they've done this. That's how Hitler did it. That's how Stalin did it. Well, look, you're going too far. Look at Canada. Right. Because people demonstrated. They took their bank accounts. Right. How could you do that? And again, people said, I remember before the scam, you know, right around the time the scamdemic, you know, hit, um, and uh, what was it? Uh, our references are Greece. Our references are Venezuela. Yeah. And people go, couldn't happen here. Couldn't happen here. Well, hell, it happened upstairs. It yeah. happened in Canada. Yeah. It happened in Canada. Yes, it can. It can happen and, here. And always remember, if you remove God, some something else has to re- replace him. Right. And look at what can replace him. Right. Will be on each other's throat. Right. They'll be killing your kids, and you say, "What's going on? What happened? What happened? How'd that take place?" Yeah. How'd, Yet yeah. you had all these red lights yeah. all the all along, and you didn't want to. You don't. We didn't want to stop and yeah. look at it. It's just so easy to turn away, man, and yeah. think that somebody else is going to do something. You know, it's just so easy. No, none. Uh, no, there's. You know, there are great ideas and then there are really not great ideas. And digital money is not a great idea. It's not a great idea because then they have control of all of it. They can wipe your bank account out with the press of a button. Yeah. But uh, this is a great segue into continuing from where you were because this man has seen it and lived it and watched it happen, was naked in prison at, you know, uh, was naked in prison basically in 1975, knowing he's going to get killed because he wouldn't yes. give up his car. 
his family would have just went, Paul disappeared, and then go look for his body in a field someplace. And yet God got you out of that situation. And and before that, Uganda was a beautiful place. And uh, we had a lot of water. The temp- uh, temperature was always like 65 to 85. Mm-hmm. You could grow food all the, the year round. So everything was good. Yeah. So when we, all these things started happening, you know, the political turmoil, like it is now. Right. We said, oh, it cannot happen here. You know, it's been always God always blessed us. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, before we know, we know it. And then everybody starts running. Right. Uh, it surprises me today when American, I think one guy got canceled because he said it. How can you come and say, for instance, uh, white men are to blame for all these things? Right. And nobody gets up and say, wait a minute. We, we also did good things. Right. This country wouldn't be here right. if you didn't go to war, First World War and won, Second World War and Civil War. Let's go back to the Civil War. Right. Well, let's go back to the Revolutionary Revolution War. Revolution War. Yeah, I mean, that's okay. where you have to go, yeah. Then you go to Civil War. Civil War, you lost about, what, almost a million men. Right. Okay. Uh, then... First World War, Second World War, Vietnam. Those were not for you, it was for other people. Mm-hmm. You were fighting for other people, mm-hmm. for the freedom of other people. And, uh, and uh, you, you fought the, the Civil War because you didn't want slaves. So, But nobody gives you credit. They just look back and say, oh, yeah. Look at the slaves. What about the slaves? In um, Uganda. In Uganda. What about the slaves? What was the race in Uganda? um, Among us. What was the majority race in Uganda? Well, (laughs) let's say we had 20 tribes. Okay. And each tribe has its own customs and... Mm-hmm. And tradition, so we used to to fight. Our but my, my my point is, I mean, I because I really don't know. Yeah. I, so, is are most of the people in Uganda black in yes. color? Yes. So it was, but you have, but white. it was the white guy's fault that Uganda was so screwed up. Yeah. Because if you're gonna but say, so, if you're gonna say that, and again, so, I don't, want, so, I don't want to go. We gotta be real careful because I don't want to go. Yeah, I, know. I don't want to go too too much into that kind of crap. But your your perspective is very unique because you told me. That uh, the the one time we met, you said black people in America. I can't remember the word you used, but I'm going to say basically you said are ignorant or lazy or 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 have been no, fooled I, I, or, I, I or, say, or or we're under the wrong impression or something. Yeah. What was it? They're I, not informed. They're not informed. Going on outside the United States. So if right. somebody comes and tells them this, but uh, uh, what? Uh, Something I was going to say. Yeah, so you you ha- people come and say the white man is yeah. For instance, yeah, you talked about tribe. Tri- in Uganda, we have like we have a lot of Afri- the majority are Africans. Then you have Indians, and then you have now Chinese are coming. 
Then you have white people. We always had white people. Right. But can't I, get rid of us. <laughs> we're like we're the scourge of well, the earth. Well, the thing is, they come very quiet. They don't. They, you don't sneaky ass white people. <laughs> you don't make noise. You don't complain. You learn. You come and learn the traditions and the you know. You find white men over there married to to Africans and. Right. And, uh, you know, get involved in the community. Right. So right. we don't sit there and say, oh, there is a white man. Right. Ours is tribes. Right. Okay, he's from another tribe. I don't want him to marry my... Right. Kill him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Give him a ride home. <laughs> so we used to have that inter-tribal wars. Right. So if, like Indians here. So if you, you win, you, 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 you fight another tribe and you win... Um, you take all the men because you don't want them to regroup right. and fight again. Right. So you take all the men, either you kill them or you work them to death. Right. And so that's how we used to do it. Then the Arabs came and said, oh, instead of killing, we can buy them off you. We'll buy them off you. Yeah. <laughs> and then they would take them on to the coast. Right. And, uh, and then the Europeans picked them up from right. there. Right. But it, there's no such thing as a pure race, a pure, it, as the Bible says. That's what struck so, me so much about the Bible, that we are all flawed race. Right. We are all, if, 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 if you put blacks by themselves, they're going to kill each other. Right. Whites are going to kill each other. Right. It's happening. Indians are going to. Chinese. Right. Every race, because we are fallen. Right. Only God can come and, 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 and change our hearts. I, my buddy Bob Barnett, who is the uh, author of uh, uh, The Spiritual Puzzle, um, and uh, he's working on uh, Spirituality 101, which yes. uh, I think you've heard me talk about. He just texted uh, text me and uh, said the goal of a tyrannical government is to replace your God and your family with the government so uh, you're dependent on the government for income and self-image. Oh, yeah. And that is so true, and we oh, are yeah. seeing that because people think, you know, people think that the government is going to take care of them. Number one, who is the government, right? What is the government? Where do they, they don't produce anything. They don't manufacture anything. They don't do anything. They take, they take, they take, and they take and they take. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, when I was talking to Danny Collins, we're talking about, and uh, I believe we were off air, where we were talking about uh, the state of healthcare in the country. All of a sudden, that whole issue of what it costs to go to a doctor has gone away because our government got real good. They just figured, shit, we'll just pay for it. So now everybody, and I've got, I'm surrounded by people that got all kinds of crap that they're getting done. And it's like, didn't cost me anything. Didn't cost me anything. Yep. It cost you your freedom, you moron. That's and what it cost you. It co yep. Now they've already got you. Now they got you. Now they got your kids. You know, the kids, all of a sudden, 63% of millennials are already tired of being an adult. Yeah. They're already tired of being an adult. They want to retire at 34. 36% of them are sitting in their parents' basement playing mm -hmm. Xbox and shit. And they, you know, there was a, a survey that I uh, talked about maybe a couple months ago or about a month and a half ago 
that quoted the 63% and the 36%, but then also they're depressed and they're sad and they can't move out of their parents' house because it costs too much money. Well, they were the ones who wanted all their crap for free. Yeah. Well, they can they cannot uh, r- uh, realize. Okay, now who who is the government? The government is people, and and the pres the pre the president of that time. And if you made me, if you gave me all the power, me as Paul, I can't handle it. Right. Because I'm not. I'm flawed. I mean, I, I'm human. In every way, I'm going to be greedy. I'm going to take advantage of people, even though I promise you the world. Right. But you have to consider me as a sinful person. Well, and your human ego then checks in. Checks in. And, you know, like all of a sudden they go, I'm only going to run for one office. I'm only going to run for one term or I'll only be there two terms. We got a knucklehead up there right now. That's been there for 49 years now. I think his number should be about 49 because he had been in 47 years in Washington, D.C. for 47 years, 47 years, making up the rules that we got to play by and not even living by them. No. See, that's the, the, the American system, was, the balance was good. Right. Now they are trying to destroy. Well, in theory. Yeah, I mean, at least, because it's right. not going to be perfect. Right. But you have a balance of power, but they started changing it slowly. Instead of people, uh, time limits, they take that away. Yeah. And people stay there for so long. Well, we have term limits, right? I mean, that, that's what the ignorant people say. Vote them out. Oh, yeah. Well, no, that's not how it works. No, it's, it's not how it works. You, you think these elections are... Yeah. You think they... Yeah. So, <laughs> so Paul, Paul escapes Uganda in roughly 1975, 1976 with his life, gets to uh, New York. Uh, you have uh, roughly no money in your pocket. You've got... Four paintings yeah. or something like five. that. They five, five paintings. Uh, gets dropped off in New York City. Yeah. Uh, good luck to you. Have a nice day. Yeah. Which he was very blessed to have. Yeah. But, you know, if my calculations uh, go, you had roughly $9 in your pocket by the yes. time you got to yeah. New York. You no, sell the no. four... I got $75. For the paintings. For the paintings. In New York. In New York. Yes. Then uh, the Greyhound ticket cost me $64. $64 for a ticket. So, ticket. so but you get to New York, you don't have any money left in your yeah. pocket. You sell these four paintings because God sends you, you know, number one, God made you get the paintings. Yes. At the airport. I don't know anything about You that. don't know <laughs> nothing about nothing, right? I don't know nothing about birthing no babies. <laughs> But then you get these things. I'm just trying to bring people up to speed yes. of where we'll, we'll, yes. we'll take off here. But uh, so uh, uh, sells the paintings. Guy says, you want to sell them? He sells them. He's got 75 bucks. He spends 64 because he's got to get to Cincinnati because his loved one, his family member is yeah. a uh, professor yeah, uh, at the uh, University of Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. That's, how, or that's how Paul ended up here. And uh, so you sell those. You pay 64 bucks. By the time you got to Cincinnati, I think our calculation came down. He had like 18 cents. Because yeah. <laughs> he had to eat and stuff. Yeah, and I didn't know the, the money. You know, if so, I just pay. You. Somebody tell you, get five bucks and you're yeah. giving them 20. You, you know, what the hell's 20. going on? I don't know what they did. And they took it. <laughs> they took it. And, 
and some of them gave it back, but I didn't know the change. And so, you know, I didn't care. You know, at that time, you've been through so much. Yeah, you're just let the, you're just glad not to be in some yeah. field naked with your ears cut yeah. off. And uh, so you, you you do with whatever you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where we're at. We are right now. Uh, we have caught up. Uh, we've bantered and had some fun. That's for sure. But now I want to get into uh, how God just really took control of you. Yes. But before I do that, uh, Paul Lule is also a songwriter, and uh, he sings. Yes. And uh, I am going to, because we are headed to the love of uh, Jesus, yes. I'm going to play Jesus' love real quick. Yes. We will be back in four minutes and 15 seconds. This is a, a composition, uh, words and uh uh, uh, Paul Lule actually singing. We'll be back in four minutes and 15 seconds. All righty. What you've been listening to is my part two with Paul Lule. Part three is also up. You can go and take a listen to that as well. We're going to be bringing Paul Lule in a lot. Hey, do me a favor. Please like this channel, okay? Please make sure you do. You can get into the app as well and listen to all of the shows. It's very important for you to follow us, like us, and save our music and shows.